Hey guys, welcome to The Adapt Effect. This is a podcast designed to give you an approachable take to help you grow in all things health, wellness, and fitness. I'm your host, Amber Dupree, and you are now listening to episode 17. Guys, first and foremost, let me just start this episode by saying I suck and I have been not prioritizing my podcast, not prioritizing my content making as a whole. Um, I went through a really rough transitional period between, you know, post-pandemic, post-COVID, going back to work, starting my new program with school. So I've just been in kind of a rut of prioritizing and time managing, but I am back and I am better than ever. So we are now listening to episode 17. I'm super excited about today's episode. I'm super excited to finally start giving you guys the content again. I've had so many ideas and I keep just like writing them down on like every random piece of paper I can find at work. And so I'm super excited to get my ideas off of paper and into a microphone and into your ears. So yeah, like I said, it's episode 17. On today's episode, we're going to talk all about body image and body dysmorphia and we're even going to touch a little bit on body positivity and we're going to go into when body positivity this whole movement that's going on can actually start to become destructive for your health right so without further ado because I know it's been quite some time I'm so so sorry guys I'm gonna try to get back on a regular program And I'm honestly kind of pissed off at myself because I knew once school and work started up again, I knew I would slack in some aspect of my life. And unfortunately, it was producing content. So hopefully things are not as chaotic as they once were um, the past few weeks and we can start digging back into producing this good content for you guys. Right. So like I said, body image. The thing with body image is I've really noticed with speaking to quite a lot of my clients for one and just you know good conversations with mentors and even peers I have in my profession what I've realized is almost everyone has some type of body image um you know I don't want to call it a disorder but they have some type of poor body image the way they view themselves, right? And to an extent, this is a really good thing, right? Because we are our own worst critics, right? So it enables us and it makes us strive to be better. Now, this alone is not bad. What is bad about bad body image is when it starts to hinder your progress. What's bad about poor body image is when it kind of starts to get into your head so much that it starts manifesting, you know, illnesses on the outside. So this is why it is so important for you to truly, just as much as you're in the gym working on your physical, it's that much more important to work on your mental. Because if you have a poor body image and it kind of just overtakes your daily life, this is when we really start to see issues, right? Because If it's hindering you so much to where you don't want to get out of bed or you're constantly feeding your mind with these ill and negative thoughts, you're going to start manifesting that on the outside as well. What I really wanted to dive into with body image, however, was not only the mental aspect, but how important it is to not rely on your confidence and your good, you know, body image to 
not rely on external sources to feed you confidence and to feed you compliments and to, you know, kind of get you out of this negative state of mind as to where you think you're ugly or you think you're fat or you think, you know, you hate the way your hip dips are. You hate the way, I don't know, you know, you're fat on your arm wiggles or anything of that nature. It's really, really, really important, guys, for you to start working on your mental gains by yourself and working on your mental strength and stability on your own. And I say this because the more you rely on external sources to kind of lift you up and to make you feel better, the more of a downward spiral you're going to get into once those external sources are either gone or not giving you good feedback anymore, or even worse, once those external sources are now telling you bad things, right? So if your body image was already poor, if those external sources leave or don't notice or, you know, kind of flip the script and start to tell you bad things about yourself, your mental health in general is going to take a huge shit. And then your body image is going to be worse than where you started, right? So how do we work on our body image issues, right? How do we work on this body dysmorphia? So if you're in the gym working on yourself, chances are it's because there's something you don't like about yourself, right? Very rarely do you find people kind of going into the gym already loving everything about themselves, not really wanting to grow, not really wanting to get better at anything and loving every inch of their body. That is a very hard task to kind of have if you're a human, hello, which we all are. And if that is you, which I highly doubt it is, but hey, kudos to you in this podcast probably isn't for you, right? But if you are that person who is working on themselves and like has, you know, a list of things that you don't like about yourself and you kind of, it really eats away at you to so much to where you do have body dysmorphia or think you're way bigger than what you are or think you're way uglier than what you are or just, you know, refer to yourself as like these really negative things as like a cow or I'm fat or I'm huge or blah, 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 blah. This podcast is for you, right? So let's dive into why you should not be relying on external sources. We already touched on the fact that, A, if they leave, then you're screwed, right? Or if they start flipping the switch on you and start telling you negative comments, you're really, really screwed. But how do we kind of build our own confidence? How do we, you know, fix our own body dysmorphia, our own body image issues? Well, it takes hard work. I'm not going to lie to you guys. And... It takes some people years, um, some people days, and some people months. So it kind of just depends on you and where you're at for your mental health. But the most important part, and if you guys get nothing else from the podcast, I hope it's this, is to truly fix your body image issues, you have to really start digging into what put them there in the first place, right? So a lot of people will be like, I, I hate my body, I hate you know, my butt or I hate my stomach, whatever it is for them, whatever their biggest insecurity is, they'll say they hate it. If I'm one-on-one with a client, I'm digging deeper than that. Okay. You hate your midsection. Why? A lot of times will clients will just be like, Oh, because I'm fat. Well, why do you think that? And then once I keep asking why and why and why they really get stuck and then it almost always comes down to, okay, I think I'm fat. Why do you think you're fat? Oh, because I don't like the way my clothes fit. Why don't you like the way your clothes fit? 
Oh, because one time I was getting undressed in front of my boyfriend and he mentioned to me that those jeans don't look good or, oh, that top doesn't look good or, oh, your love handles are flowing over your jeans. Boom. So now we have found that the reason for that insecurity. We have found the cause of that insecurity. That is what we need to work at, right? So we need to dig deep to find why we have these insecurities and if we want to fix the true reason why we have body dysmorphia, right? So say it is your boyfriend who called you out one time for gaining some weight or having love handles or whatever, right? You probably never addressed that situation. And if you did address the situation, it was probably along the lines of, wow, fuck off. I hate you. And if we're being honest, that's not really great communication. Now, is it? What we need to do when things like this happen, or even months down the road, once these things are still eating away at our insecurities, we need to address them, okay? So you need to figure out why that hurt you so bad. Talk to whoever the insecurity stemmed from, and then work on it. You know what I mean? So a lot of, like for me, when I was growing up, I was very self-conscious about my thighs, and it always came back to one time my mom not knowing made a comment about my shorts and how my um thighs were like sticking out of my shorts or something like that that comment stuck in my brain for years and years and years and years and years up until recently to where I would never wear shorts out just because that comment was always in my head so that insecurity was over there it took years of me digging deep inside allowing myself to feel hurt from that comment, right? Instead of just brushing it under the rug, I allowed myself to feel hurt. And then it allowed me to talk to my mom about it. It it allowed me to address the issue at hand. It allowed me to come up with a solution, but I couldn't do any of those things. I couldn't truly start working on my insecurities and being okay with my insecurities and kind of, you know, not having this bad body dysmorphia until I started diving into those real true insecurities. So once I finally had this talk with my mom, She laughed so hard because at the end of the day, she thinks my body is like, you know, it's not, but she thinks it's perfect. And she's like, wow, it was literally just those one shorts. She looked amazing in every other pair of shorts. Like you have the nicest legs ever. So it takes this really bad moment, right? And what it does is it allows room for communication, for a new conversation to kind of redirect Um, where your brain goes when it comes to you wearing shorts for this instance, right? So now that negative connotation, that bad body um, image of myself in shorts, it ended up to where my mom and I had a completely different conversation and it kind of filled all those negative thoughts and it made me realize, wow, my mom may have said that comments me that one time, but here are 10 other instances to where she thinks my legs are great or she where she thinks my body is beautiful or blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? So it allowed me to dig in deep to that insecurity and allowed us to foster communication to kind of get that negative insight away from me wearing shorts to more positive insights um, to really kind of help me get rid of that insecurity. Um, And I think that that's really good. I think that fostering communication can oftentimes lead to different outcomes. And it's something that we need to be able to have these conversations like, hey, you might not know this, but you said X, Y, and Z. And because of that, I now have this huge insecurity and I can't go out into public wearing shorts. 
whatever the case may be, your case may might not be wearing shorts, but you guys are, you know, catching my drift. Have those conversations, face those things, and really dig into the root cause of your insecurity. Once you figure out the root cause of your insecurity, or maybe the root cause of your insecurity is, you know, wow, you looked at yourself in the mirror and you hated the way that dress fit. Okay, so now finding out that specific insecurity, it's going to allow you to foster new habits, right? So if you have this mindset to where I don't like myself in this dress, it's going to allow you to create these really great habits. And who knows, one of these habits could very well be, you know, you working out and you um, eating better just because you want to do it for yourself um, as opposed to changing your ways because somebody else wants you to. So point being, guys, start really... Don't just look at the insecurity for what it is on the superficial layer. Dig deeper. That way you can actually address why you're having these body image issues. And I promise you, it's going to help you start knocking these um, bad images out of your head. And and at the very least, it's going to give you solutions, right? So it's going to help you create better habits or it's going to, you know, put more positive insight on what used to be a very negative situation for you, right? So... Now that that's out the way, um, with body dysmorphia, it's really important to find your light, find your confidence, dig deep to those insecurities. Once you dig deep to those insecurities, be okay with stepping into your confidence, right? I, I talk about this quite a lot because it's something I recently experienced. So it's definitely in the forefront of my brain, but don't be scared to shine your own light and don't be scared to step into your confidence. Also, it's worth noting Don't think that because you have one bad day that you completely skewed backwards, you completely slid backwards, and all your good progress is completely gone. That's not true. You have to realize that it is okay to have bad days. Not only is it okay to have bad days in regards to having, you know, poor body image um, reflections, but it's also normal. This does not mean you're not progressing, right? So for me... For example, a lot of people would say, wow, this girl's very confident. She's very proud of her body. Um, She has good body image and, you know, she's very body positive. While all of those things are true, I am comfortable in my skin. I do love my body. I am proud of my body. I am proud of everything my body allows me to do. This does not mean I don't have shit days. This does not mean I don't wake up some days and think, oh, damn, like I look horrible today or wow, you know, I look pretty heavy today or, you know, man, I really wish I could change this about myself. New insecurities will always arise. Always, always, always. Mainly because you're constantly having new conversations. You're constantly having new interactions with other people and even yourself, which will then put new insecurities into your brain right? So this is why it's important to realize that working on your body image is something that is does not stop. It goes and goes and goes and goes. You will always have new insecurities that you always have to keep working on. But the point is, you're allowed to have a bad day. Don't let that bad day completely crumble any of your progress, right? So have the bad day, feel your emotions, go through it, And then come up with a plan. Start really digging deep into that insecurity. Have those hard talks or come up with a plan to make you overcome that insecurity. But bad days are normal, guys, and you're going to have them. So accept it. Go through it. 
you know, do whatever you got to do to get through it, but just get through it. Don't let your feelings overcome you. You know what I mean? It's okay to feel your feelings and I'm a huge advocate for that, but don't let your feelings control you either, right? Because that's when it really starts to hinder your progress. Now, in terms of my own body image, right? So like I said, I have some really great days to where I'm like, wow, you can't tell me shit. I'm the baddest bitch there is. Like, Bro, I am feeling myself. And then, like I said, I have days where I'm just like, holy frickity frack, I look like a cow. You know what I mean? So it's definitely not linear. It's definitely constantly changing. It's something you have to work on every single day. But the point is, have more good days than bad days and fight to have more good days than bad days because you deserve that. Your body deserves that. Your thoughts deserve that. What you're manifesting matters, right? So just always try to aim for more good days than bad days. And I think then you'll be on the right track. So I also wanted to talk about body positivity because it is a movement that is prevalent and has been prevalent in the fitness industry for quite some time now. And I don't really see this movement going away, although there are some fitness enthusiasts who are kind of, you know, shining light on, I guess, what you can say I'm about to go into. But body positivity, I think it's a term that a lot of people kind of misconstrue. So I just want to give you what it is. Basically, guys, body positivity, it refers to the assertion that all people deserve to have a positive body image, regardless of how society and like popular culture um, view ideal shape, size, appearance. So regardless of how society tells you you're supposed to look, Body positivity is challenging how society views the body. So essentially, it's promoting the acceptance of all bodies, right? And for this alone, I am all for. I am like, yes, body positivity. Woohoo! Let's freaking do it. Like, you're beautiful. I'm beautiful. You look different than me, and you're still beautiful. I look different than you, and I'm still beautiful. That is great. What is not great, however, um, is the fact that we are now allowing body positivity to become an excuse to not take care of your body. And this is what I have a really big problem with. Now, I'm all for body positivity and I'm all for loving your body loving different shapes, different sizes, different people, different, you know, appearances and shapes and all that. And I definitely am a huge advocate for kind of deconstructing what society deems as beautiful. So don't get it twisted. I am definitely for that. What I am not for is us taking people who are not healthy and not working towards bettering themselves but congratulating them on taking no steps at all to become a better version of themselves. And I'm definitely going to get a lot of lashback on this, but that is not healthy. That is not healthy for your mind. That is not healthy for your body. That's not healthy for your soul. As human beings, we strive to grow, to learn, to adapt, to become better versions of ourselves, right? So... When we get to an area in our lives where we're not happy and then all of a sudden, you know, this whole body positivity movement comes around and we jump on that bandwagon and say, oh, wow, you know, I'm, you know, morbidly obese 
and you know I'm so stressed out that my hair is falling out and my blood pressure is so high that I could have a heart attack but I'm going to love myself because I was made this way and I'm going to accept my body without changing any of my habits. Now, let me be very clear with the point I'm trying to make here. Should this person accept themselves? Yes. But should this person also try to create better and healthier lifestyle choices? Yes. See, the problem with body positivity is it's allowing us to make an excuse. It's allowing us to just sit in our unhealthy ways and just accept our bodies. Now, while it's great that we're finding how to love different shapes and sizes, and like I said, I'm a huge advocate for that, it is not great that we are using this as an excuse. So I think the new wave of body positivity that we really need to start shining light on, especially fitness leaders, is yes, love your body. Yes, accept your body. Yes, promote different sizes, shapes, appearances. Yes, what society deems as beautiful oftentimes is complete bullshit and oftentimes it's very unrealistic and oftentimes it's very unhealthy. So yes, we should be accepting all of these new beautiful body types. But we should also be accepting it while we're working to better our health, while we're working to better our appearance, while we're working to, you know, improve our mind, our body, our soul, our physical appearance, all these things. So don't get it twisted. I'm a huge advocate for body positivity, but you can't just sit there and use it as an excuse to continue to live an unhealthy life, okay? So there's definitely a lot of good things with body positivity, right? Enjoying the process, loving yourself through all the phases, you know, manifesting good thoughts. Body positivity can even lower your stress levels, right? It can help balance hormones out as well. But the very big downfall I have seen lately is when body positivity starts to become an excuse and it starts to really hinder any steps you would have taken if you were critiquing your body, if you were being your own worst critic, right? So between the two, between body positivity, right, and between body dysmorphia or poor body image, I think that as fitness leaders especially, it's really our job to kind of educate people that it is okay to critique yourself, it is okay to want better for yourself, it is okay to, you know, uh, be your own worst critic for lack of a better term and to work on improving your body, but it is never okay to, you know, talk so poorly to yourself to where it hinders your daily activities or to speak so poorly to yourself to where you start actually manifesting, you know, bad thoughts and illnesses and things of that nature and you're stressing yourself out so much because of your poor body image that your hair begins to fall out and things of that nature so that is never okay just the same way that body positivity is okay it is great you should aim for body positivity we should as a society be promoting the acceptance of all bodies but this is also while we are striving to become better versions mentally and physically of ourselves, right? We should always be striving to help ourselves grow and become better versions of ourselves. So I think that on both ends of the spectrum, you know, body dysmorphia and body positivity, 
there needs to be a really good middle ground that we find and that as a society we can start to really sit in and I do believe that fitness professionals and fitness leaders need to play a huge role in kind of guiding their clientele and and guiding society as a whole to kind of find this middle balance and I think that it's going to take a lot of self-digging I think that for a really long time um, we just kind of focus on the physical appearance of fitness and bodybuilders and you know Um, these people with great physiques, we just focused on the physical appearance. I really think that as a society, now it's time to both combine the physical and the mental um, aspects that do go into fitness because more and more and more you're hearing um, of bodybuilders who just completely hate their bodies and that's why they got into fitness. And more and more and more you're hearing these stories of people who have done incredible things in fitness have come from a really hard background or something of that nature. So there's definitely um, data that shows us that fitness is a huge mental game as well. And it can definitely uh, be a huge physical game as well. But I think it's really time to start tying in both the mental and physical aspects. That way we can teach people how not to only be stronger physically, but to also um, encompass that same strength mentally. That is where like that's that sweet spot, right? So that's where we're going to start to really see the really good um outcomes that can come from, you know, building a strong mind and a strong body. Um, But yeah, so like I said, relying on external sources, guys, that's never what you want to do because those external sources, they can leave, they can switch up on you. And then once you don't have them, then you're shit out of luck, right? So it's really, really, really important to dig deep into your own insecurities, walk into your confidence, shine light on yourself, realize that it is okay to have bad days guys in fact that's actually normal to have bad days it doesn't mean you're not progressing um we all go go through body image um issues me myself alone i know i struggle with them from time to time as well if you're human you're going to struggle with it so just realizing that and accepting it and knowing it's okay and also guys one more thing i kind of want to point out is don't hang around people who make you feel like shit Like, yes, we should all be striving to be better, be striving for um, a better version of ourselves, but don't hang around people who constantly make you have these insecurities, right? So at some point, you have to cut those ties. Yes, there's always going to be new insecurities, but those new insecurities shouldn't constantly be coming from the same freaking person. So if you have that person in your life, maybe it's a significant other, maybe it's a sister, maybe it's a mother, maybe it's a best friend. I don't care who it is, cut that person off or just set boundaries because that's only going to hinder your mental and your physical progress, right? So guys, that pretty much sums up the show. I cannot express enough how happy I am to be giving out content again and to be producing content again and to kind of get back into a little bit of the normalcy of my schedule. Um, But I want to give a huge thank you to all of you that took the time out of your day to learn, grow, and adapt with me. For more of me, go ahead and follow my personal IG at amber.dupree, D-U-P-R-E-E, where I post daily workouts, health and fitness tips, and just really express myself. Guys, if you like what I have to say, if you think it's a good message, go ahead and leave me a rating and review, and let me know what you like, let me know what you don't like, and all that good stuff. All right, guys, hope to be podcasting per usual, back on our regular schedule, but I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Have a great night.